Welcome to Converge Coffee. I am sitting down with Lamore Bergman. She is a career coach and mentor for LBG Consulting Services. She has over 20 years experience as a software engineer, engineering manager, and director of engineering. She has experience firsthand being a woman in a male-dominated field. After nine years in the U.S., she moved back to Israel to support women's career growth in tech. She coaches women in the tech space how to overcome challenges and build a stronger leadership career path. She also consults and runs workshops in internal or internal mentorship program training and how to build engaging presentations using storytelling and leadership. Lamore, thanks for being on the show. How are you today? Great. Thank you, Sean, for having me. So, Lamore, um, you have an interesting background, everything in engineering. And so my first question kind of out of, getting out of the gate here, um, and I think the listeners really want to know this is, you know, what experiences led you to change careers from director of engineering to a career coach for women in tech? Yeah, that's a great question. It was a journey and uh, it took me time to realize that. So I was uh, in, in a career of engineering for over 20 years, as you mentioned, and uh, the last few years, I, I think since my 40s, kind of, you know, I uh, started to feel that there is more in life for me, but I wasn't sure exactly what it was. I, I felt like, okay, I'm making money, I'm, the, the job is fine, but I don't feel like super passionate about what I do anymore. It took me years to realize that. And along the way, I started uh, mentoring in uh, 2017 and found that experience very impactful and very rewarding. And on top of that, I was very involved with supporting women. As I grew in leadership position, I had more influence and I was involved in company ERG for women and also tried to make my influence on hiring women and engaging with, you know, the company part to fly, you know, I started working with them as a client and then I consulted to them, like trying to make an impact and really having more women in that field. And I think the combination of both of them and my change, the big changes we did, like we moved back from the United States to Israel, led to a decision that I wanted to make that leap and change my career. I love that. And it really spoke to me when I kind of looked at your background and everything, too, is that um, I, I was really enjoying this episode because I was raised by a single mom. So I understand to a certain degree of a child of the product of that. It's it's not knowing being a white male here um, is that, you know, the challenges and the barriers and the blockages and, and, and just not knowing and starting literally from scratch. And I, and I loved how your mindset has changed when you said, well, I might have a change in scenery, a change in country. Why not change and change things up where I'm aligning my passions to what I, I truly want to do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as the world is kind of coming to understanding of less automation and more about creating experiences, um, you know, how do you create experiences for your clients and customers and, and what kind of have you learned um, from feedback coming back from them in the sense of what they're what they're needing or what they're kind of telling you in order to to you know evolve your your practice yeah so i think that uh, every individual is completely different and i tried really to understand first of all 
how can I make an impact on, on the woman I'm coaching? What does she need? What is holding her back? What are the challenges that she's facing? And what is the best way for me to help her and push her forward? So what I'm trying to do, the kind of experiences I'm trying to have my clients go through are challenging them and having them do something that is a little bit uncomfortable for them. Because that is eventually what is driving growth and what is driving change in their lives. And once they realize, oh, I can do that, I'm more capable than I thought I am, it gives them so much confidence and also open their eyes to other possibilities that are available for them. You're removing blockages. You're removing blockages of like, okay, well, I'm not sure about this, the uncertainty of things. And you're like, well, I've been this, let me take you along this journey. And I absolutely love that. And so this actually goes into the next story is one of the things where you have a very technical background. It's very hard uh, for folks in, in those kind of fields to kind of relate the storytelling. It's kind of like being technical and trying to talk like a salesperson when they like salespeople can just get right to it, you know, but if you're in a technical background, like I am too, like you talk and talk and you go deep and it's like, okay, five minutes later, now I get what you're saying. So, you know, for people who are in technical background, you know, what are some tips in your workshops that you do around storytelling? Like what are kind of the, the foundational blocks to really help them sell themselves. Absolutely. Yeah. So along my career, I realized how much important it is to be a good presenter and not just do a, do the work, but also present. And the, one of the first things that I uh, tell my clients to do is think about who they present to. We all have a tendency to think about ourselves and what messages we want to convey, especially technical people, okay, I want to show all my work and all the technical details of everything I've done. But I first ask them what your audience cares about. What do they want to hear? Not what you want to share, but what is interesting for them. And one of the clients I had uh, wanted to share with an executive some initiatives, initiative you know, he took. And he had like a program that he wrote to solve a problem. And he started to get into all the technical details. And I asked him, do you think that the executive you're going to share that with cares about it? What is interesting for him? And so I think that's kind of the most important thing, especially for technical people. Try to think what is interesting for the other side, not for you. It's hard number of times that you have to let go of sharing some of the things that you are so passionate about, but the other side may not care. Exactly. It's more, instead of a uh, me focus, it's a we focus. How can yeah. I help or the other person? And it is hard because sometimes you nerd out and you're like, oh my gosh, look at this data. This is what we can build. And all of a sudden like, but do they honestly care? And yeah. so this part of the episode is no more grilling questions here, but it's more about share your story in the sense of, you know, what kind of have you seen from an aggregate scale of, of people in the sense of, you know, going, going too technical and what are kind of the blockages you say of like, how can you repivot, you know, or, you know, this is kind of a free form of your own little, like not monologue, but your own experiences of what you've heard um, in the space, because it is very hard uh, for people like myself that are very technical to how to present. 
um, especially to executive leadership and founders, just to even understand data and engineering and, and, and not getting like literally bypassing their heads saying, oh my gosh, this is too much, but more so like what you've kind of helped your clients with of kind of working through that. Yeah, so I think that uh, what my jury told me is, first of all, to believe in myself and my capabilities. And this is one of, one of the things that women struggle with the most, most I would say, is with confidence, with believing in themselves, with realizing that they actually are capable and worthy. And and a lot of times, you know, we we are afraid of talking with someone who is an executive or someone, you know, very high up the chain. And we feel, oh, you know, am I good enough to, to talk with this, this person? How am I going to convince the person with whatever I have to say? But eventually, those are also people. And you need to kind of realize what are their motivations? What do they care about? And what do you have? that can solve their problems and take initiatives. It's really important to proactive and take initiatives and don't be bogged down too much by titles and what your title says that you should do. And I always, I always recommend people to take initiatives, not over bypass their managers, but, but do more than what is expected of them. I was taking notes there. Um, yeah. I love that in the sense of like t- taking the initiative of, yeah. you know, but it kind of recognizing rather than just going straight up and saying, Hey, this is what I can do. It's more so, Hey, I've, ter- I've learned this. I've kind of, I've gone above and beyond to research outside, kind of noticed a few things here, a few things, and here's what I can solve. Basically it's, it's removing the frustration if they realize it or not. And I think that's a beautiful thing that engineers do. I've seen a lot of engineers, software, mechanical, whatever, is they they always look to the future. They always look at how do I fix and solve problems? And, and, and you're right. It's going to your innate ability to change things and, and take the initiative and saying like, yeah, we can fix this and this and this will save this much time. Or mm-hmm. and, and that's what I love. Like, that's why I love talking to data people and engineers is because um, – there's just a beauty in like how everybody works remotely, how everybody communicates in that way, but it's not necessarily translate sometimes to executives, sales folks and other, and other departments or other functions. And, but what you said right there, it was like taking a self account of what you can do and then translating that, how to solve their problems. So very much yes. like a sales approach. Yeah. So thank you. Like, and, and that's simply put, like sometimes the simplicity of things is the most impactful. Mm-hmm. So, Lamore, thank you for that. But now this is part of the episode of not just what you, an extension of who you are, what you do in the sense of your work, but more so about you. And so this section is about your work, hobby, and health. Like, what do you do to help fill your cup, to recharge, to make sure that you are the best self in order to help others? Absolutely. That's a great question. And uh, we all know how important it is to maintain the balance. Uh, I I learned that I need to put myself first. And this is also what I recommend to my clients. I know it sounds okay. It's egocentric, right? Uh, but eventually, if we don't take care of ourselves, 
we're not going to be as good to others. And, and it's related to people in our lives, in our family and our loved ones and also people at work. And as a mother of four, you know, I, for years, I was worried about, you know, raising them and doing everything for them and forgetting about myself until several years ago, I realized that actually it has to be the other way around. I have to put myself first and then my kids, my family, and my work. So I started, I did several changes in my life. First of all, I became vegan about uh, almost six years ago, actually. And uh, that, that was a conscious decision that I made because it, it was important for me. And uh, I also started exercising regularly. I started running and going to the gym and doing whatever I felt I needed. So for me, running is the best way to recharge, the best way to kind of uh, let my thoughts go wild and think about different things and relax and unwind. That's the best way for me. That's what I love doing. And, and then the rest. So today when I am independent and I have more control of my time, I start my day at the gym and I try really to avoid having meetings early morning because I want that time to be for me, only for me, before everything else. I love that. Limor, thank you so much uh, for this episode. I think you simply put a lot of complexity around a tech, very technical space, and you dive through and you have removed blockages in the sense of, Here's the simplicity of how to how to get to what you want. And it's more so of not the external, but more of the internal. How do you help yourself? And I really love that because you're a true testament of how, how, what you talked about yourself in the sense of how do you recharge? Fellow lo runner lover here. Um, <laughs> I bet it's a beautiful thing when you're not thinking about work. That's where some of your best ideas come from. And that's where you really start to tap into your true self. And so more thank you so much for being on this episode. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Sean, for having me. And to all the Converge coffee drinkers out there, that's a wrap. <laughs>